That was energy drink stuck in my throat. Oh my god, that was like a furball. Are you sure it wasn't like a hairball? A furball. Both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column A. If you're hearing that noise in your in your ears, you know what time it is? It is that time again of the week where Game Time! Three crazy artists get together and we discuss anything going on about art. We are your friends. I'm your host of our Cruz. Here with Matt Sketch and Toby Medeiros. Here to what, uh, what up? Hi. Uh, look inward. Do an introspect in something in the world of art. Ain't that right? We're, uh... You don't want to look inside me. <laughs> <laughs> Some nasty things. <laughs> is, is this based oh. on what you've eaten? Like Deep your, inside your, you. history, your uh, food history? Or are, 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 are uh, we going metaphorical here? A little bit of column A, a little bit yeah, of column B. Yeah. I am sitting here drinking an energy drink after eating a disgusting amount of Pizza Hut. So, listen, you know. listen, Pizza Hut is a—it's uh, pretty delish. Like, it's just—I okay, had pizza today. I also had pizza today, but I don't know where it came from. Oh, that's often the best pizza, right. though. <laughs> yeah, like when someone else gets it, that's like the best thing don't ever. Ask, don't like, ask, don't tell, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but also but like, like also, nothing tastes better than free <laughs> but i was also thinking like those places that are like man i'm hungry you just go in and you get a slice you know and then you're mm-hmm. eating it and you're like this is some fucking good pizza like those places are oftentimes better than like if you were to walk into like a pizza pizza and grab a oh 100 you know true I mean? but i mean yeah. if we're really talking about like dream pizzas it's always for me is always um king slice i got it that's always Yo, like man. my favorite and I, I, big oh. ass pizzas with like one slice is like two plates big Come on! I think I got a rep for uh, Panago Pizza. Um, yeah, Ooh. man, Panago Pizza. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Canadian Canadian business from uh, BC. Yeah, all our so, things that we're saying is Canadian so, and Toronto. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Toronto based. So for our American listeners, they're like, "What the heck? What the heck are they talking about? <laughs> uh, what the heck are they talking about?" Uh, I feel like Panago is actually legit, really, really good. I mean, it's a bit, a bit more, but the quality of the pizza itself is damn damn good so you know if, yeah. if you want to go our pizzas are pretty yeah, good if eh? you want to spend a little extra you know get yourself a panago but i gotta say the uh stuffed crust from pizza hut yeah it's a, man. It's a fat- oh, you yeah. can't get it on a personal pizza which i just found out tonight and i am oh. disappointed oh so crushed calm man calm down tobes Calm down. No, I will not calm oh. down because I didn't get the stuff oh crust. It's okay. Oh, my pizza. Okay. Do you guys remember the uh, <laughs> garlic bread crust that they had one time? Oh, yeah. Bro. Oh, I still have dreams like, about this, that, man. This, this is like, this is legit <laughs> fat boy dreams, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, so many fat boy dreams. But like, I'm so sad because like the, the medication I'm on prevents me from eating too much. Mm. Uh, oh. And by too much, I mean what I used to eat. Mm-hmm. so like i i ordered the same amount of food that i used to eat and now i'm like struggling to eat it and i'm like what is this What's shit going on? <laughs> i'm oh, very I'm lazy so because my food is every day for like about two weeks now was like i just go downstairs and i grab whatever they have served like whatever they're serving in the in the supermarket <laughs> because it's fresh it's warm and it's like ready to go and it's like spaghetti and meatballs or like butter chicken or it, like... It's always different. I think there's like a sushi area and then there's like tuna sandwich and chicken sandwich. And I actually feel like I actually got a little bit thinner oh. because like they're just like good enough serving that it's not too much, you know? Because yeah. like when you go to like, you know, when you, 
if I go to like McDonald's, it's a whole meal, like a combo. That's actually a lot. Like fries and oh, drink. Man. Like I'm pretty full, like more than full. But if I just have like a sandwich and then like water, like I'm actually pretty good. Like I don't, mm-hmm. you know, so like I'm trying to like rebalance the way I like eat lunch or dinner and stuff. And it's like, you know what? If I just eat like this, like, proper portion i'm actually like good especially because like i'm not running around or i'm not dispensing so much energy that it's like because i'm you know i'm just on the chair like just working on whatever the 3d stuff so it's like mm-hmm. you know why do i have to eat so much food and it's like <laughs> as an artist you have like this idle idling mind and that you kind of revert to like getting food and i think that's what i was doing a lot was like going uh. get food all the time <laughs> see i'm like the opposite i have to remember to eat <laughs> Whoa! What? What? How does yeah. it? How does it get to the point? Is it your stomach that tells you to do it, or your brain's like, "Hey, have I eaten um, anything?" It's Adam that tells me to do it. Mm. <laughs> it's neither. It's a- <laughs> He'll walk in and be like, "Are you eating?" Yeah. <laughs> when? Soon. I'm like, it's also the responsibility of like, because my schedule is more flexible. I'm the one who cooks. Mm. So. If Adam wants to eat as well, then I know that I have to cook because his schedule isn't as flexible as yeah. mine. So he can't take the time away from his fucking legal project managing bullshit yeah. to, to right. cook dinner, right? Um, whereas I can step away from my work, no problem. Right. So I'm like, if I don't cook, then Adam's having spaghetti again. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> the amount that that man eats spaghetti if I don't cook uh. is actually upsetting you know, I, I gotta say um i i feel like i am really really lucky because uh when this with this pandemic that you know being being at home with the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. uh with the extra time my mom has uh definitely gotten into more cooking like into more elaborate <laughs> creative meals uh like we made homemade pasta uh, we made our homemade Alfredo sauce. Oh, I hate you we, so we've much. Done, uh, we've done cra- crab, uh, like a lot of really <gasps> oh, delicious stuff. Man. Screw you. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. You Heavy breathing sick. intensifies. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been really, really good, and I feel lucky. But there's also this, um, this dread that I have that I know the future it's not going to be like that because it's going to be out by himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. If I'm being honest, you know, like I, I'm, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to pick up a few things, but it's, it's, it's pretty basic, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really helpful to have at least like the skill to be able to do, you know, like, like how to, like how to chop certain foods and how to do all that stuff so that when you get like a recipe, you can try things like at least explore and try. So at least that can, I mean, at the, at, at the most, it just kind of spices up your life to be you honest. Know, I got, I, but, I got to yeah. say one, one like, of my favorite meals that we've had here and we, we have it every now and then is, uh, it's pretty basic too. It's the, uh, it's white rice with, uh, like, uh, with, onions mushrooms and all sauteed with uh chicken like all together in one mm. in one pot and like on one frying pan served up um man simple but like really really good 
And good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good for I've you. actually yeah. been getting those like Hello Fresh boxes. Oh no! Oh um, nice. Yeah, Adam and I just decided that that was just the easiest thing to do, right? Oh, that's um, good for you guys too. Like as portions, that's a really good portion, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it, I don't have to plan meals anymore. I don't have to like yeah. go out grocery shopping anymore. Like I can just concentrate on my work until like half an hour before dinner time. Then I can cook, and it just. Right. It's super easy. And like, yeah, I've been learning how to cook through them. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, and it's things that I never would have made if yeah. they hadn't sent me the recipe <laughs> for it. Like, I made freaking homemade calzones nice. a while ago. Nice. Um, like, from scratch. And that was pretty dope. Um, but when I did those, I get so fucking nervous. Like, so really? nervous. I'm like, oh, man, do I have everything? I don't even have to have this. Like, hey, this tool or this whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to suck. And then I get it done and I'm like, oh, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, that, every that time it's different. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing is, like, I went from, like, years ago poisoning my ex, like, food poisoning my ex-boyfriend with Hamburger Helper um, <laughs> to cooking, like, almost every night. Um, yeah. And I think that's just shows how much i've grown in the course of this mm-hmm. pandemic uh in <laughs> hey, hey man you. that's tell, pretty cool in ways of my culinary tell, skills i have a really bad <laughs> memory but like we didn't cook we oh, didn't dear. cook too much right no but when i did cook it was definitely bachelor oh, yeah food. yeah <laughs> like i made us a lot of cheeseburgers i remember hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cheeseburgers burgers, and like though. butter chicken from like a jar oh, man, yeah um <laughs> Because, like, when, when when we did cook, it was me cooking, but it was always, like, the kind of food that, like, a teenage boy would cook. <laughs> his parents were gone for the weekend, and he had, like, a, a slightly better knowledge than most on how to operate the kitchen. True. Yeah. Um, that was that was how I used to cook. That was, like, my middle, it was, like, a Toby level two, a you know? Toby. Now I've kind of, like, leveled up to a level four out of a possible ten. Cool. Um, yeah. So <laughs> my default was always like make rice, and then when it gets cold, instead of it being like just cold rice that you're gonna heat, you just stir fry that, put some mm-hmm. vegetables and some chicken, you know, diced up chickens, and then boom, it's stir fried rice with chicken, yeah. or yeah. like shrimp or whatever. Yeah. So like I had the basics of like an Asian family kind of like <laughs> of like cooking, and it's funny because as an Asian, when you say like you stir fry, they're like, yeah, but like. That's not really cooking. What do you actually like? That's actually considered like no, no. You don't really know shit. Like, yeah. what do you actually know about cooking? Like, no, I don't put it in a fucking rice cooker. I like actually like manually cook my rice. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to like compensate, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't use one of those dang fangled rice cookers, man. I want a rice cooker. <laughs> <laughs> we have like my roommate and I like he has a really good like steam like a pressure cooker. So yeah. we use that for like rice cooker, but I have my own oh. when I moved in. So like, it's just kind of like sitting there and I actually like oh. using mine cause it's smaller. Oh. It's just like a one serving for one person. And I was like, man, I miss this thing. <laughs> 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 so much easier to fucking use. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I love that we just spent like the first 10 talking minutes about talking about food. <laughs> Are all y'all hungry yeah, yet? That's what I was going to say. Cause we're fat. I'm really hungry. like, if this, if you're listening to this at like this weird kind of hour when you finished dinner like two hours ago, this will probably make you hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> well, well, hey, we're not perfect. 
<laughs> who oh. is though? Yeah. Who is? Yeah, you're right. Perfect. Huh? Hmm. What? How would you even? Wouldn't that be an interesting topic, eh? Alvaro, Academy I mean, Award. I guess we could... Academy <laughs> Award, Best Actor. <laughs> well, if you didn't guess it by the uh, the the hammy performance there, uh, today's uh, today's episode is perfection. Uh, perfection in the art. Why is it that artists seek the golden cow that is perfection? And I- but before that, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, we sponsor this is like, Squarespace or this Hello is like Fresh. the mark or- where you do the sponsors. <laughs> Because we're not. Uh, this is uh, sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh my God, no, no, don't play Raid, please. Don't play Raid. Yo, make sure you listen to uh, you buy these Raycom oh earbuds. Oh my God. Oh my God. These skills are brought to you by oh Skillshare. Are we if you want to be a perfectionist, I fucking hate you guys. You fucking hate you and this uh, yeah i hate and this right here oh. this is not perfection and we're having a blast look at that eh yeah look at that look at that you know uh, oh man yeah well there goes our uh, there goes all our potential sponsors like geez thanks guys <laughs> no no that was that was a sample of you you now you guys know we can do these yeah, ads okay so yeah i'm just we, saying we'll I'm putting it out there sponsors yeah, yeah. Shit. yo free <laughs> skillshare free squir- swag. squarespace you know. send me free swag i will sponsor the fuck out of you <laughs> good shit you just, i will you whore just... alvaro out for you that's that's alvaro for you you just gotta like spoil him with gifts and he'll shake his booty it's There's true not much here i have it's, had experience with i've this. seen it <laughs> we're witnesses we've seen this happen yeah, i've done it on multiple occasions <laughs> okay i'm sorry alvaro oh, go ahead no, it's cool it's cool uh as you can see we we have we have fun in our imperfection um but yeah no i mean uh why 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 are we why do why do so many artists and, and i think i'm gonna call this a trap the trap of perfection right like why do so many artists fall into yeah. the trap of perfection? Because it's like, if, if we're being... Because we don't see each other's sketchbooks. Right, like, because if we're being honest, even our favorite artist, musician, movie director, nothing's perfect, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's not there's not a perfect comic book. There's a really well-drawn comic book. But if you really wanted to look take a microscope to it you, you could find imperfections you can find imperfections in the, the best album ever the best movie ever and and also that's opinion based right like your favorite movie might be somebody's worst like uh worst movie ever you know so like yeah. the idea mm-hmm. of perfection it's like it, it's not real so why chase it right why, why yeah. do you do this i think um we have this sort of like like messed up view of what end products should be and what we create should Mm be um like a lot of the times you go into creating and all the people that have inspired you you've only seen their end product i mean how many artists can you think of who are professionals and and this this is any form of art right this is musicians this is directors this is photographers um anyone who's in the arts like you always see the at the end 
you know, how many of them do you know who share the bad sketches, who share the songs that never got made, who share that one student film they made that was really not the best. Like, you never see those. It's, it's like, hidden, you know? Yeah, and, and, and the um, struggles, too. The, the, the multiple takes, the hours and editing, um, all, all of yeah. that, right? And, like, the, the whole process as well. And the years, the years to learn, so the years, years to learn the craft as well. Um, yeah, and, and I, th- I think it's uh, interesting well, because, like, coming coming on this topic now as a thirty four year old man, I think this is something me even five years ago didn't really understand. And I think even when I wanted to do my own comic book, I I didn't like what I was working on so much that I decided like I, I couldn't work on it because I hated it so much because I was I, I wanted to be something that I wasn't uh, at the time right mm-hmm. like um, I had a vision in my head and the vision in my head did not reflect the material I was working like the, the what was coming out of my hand right like those two were not in sync and it's interesting now because like uh, I'm, I'm working faster more freely um and just kind of having way more fun than i did like five years ago you know uh mm-hmm. and, and it's because i've i wanted to create a body of work more than more than just one piece right um and yeah like and it's weird right because like thinking about it now i'm just like that's that, that was so silly of me why did I? Why did I ever strive to make something so so big instead of just making? You know. Well, I find that there's like two different types of people that are trying to achieve perfection. Mm-hmm. One, there's like the one where they keep trying to make stuff, and then it's like, okay, uh, I didn't do this. Uh, I, I failed at this. I failed at this. Let me not like, let me reduce the amount of failures as I keep trying every time to the point that it's perfect. And in some ways that that's not that achievable where it's like, it's, it's, um, it's, a it's like a dream. Like it's not really, you're not really going to get there. Like what is whatever is perfection, right? There's always something wrong in something. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have another one where it's like, they just keep, trying to attempt like they, they have like a, a hesitation like they they basically don't get to the finished product or that finished thing that they want to make because they keep trying to think of how to make it perfect or how to do this or they're they're you know you know they, they keep trying it in different angles but ultimately not actually even like achieving anything yet and therefore they haven't really done anything yeah. but they keep saying it's like well i'm just trying to like do it perfectly and it's like well but you, and you're not either, actually yeah. getting anywhere. <laughs> and it's like both of them, you know, like I'd rather be the first one where I just keep trying until I get to like the highest point of it to the closest where I personally think it would be like as perfect as it can be. Mm-hmm. But like the thing to me is like the, the hard part is is that um is is the one where they're just trying to make something perfect and could ultimately not even like execute anything and it's like well what did you actually do you know what affected me was that that the 
the movie the the video that you uh, told me that you sent where it was um this guy that that wanted to make a horror movie and he spent yeah. like six years trying to make this thing yeah and like man his that, dad's fortune <laughs> yeah and inherited. like man that story blew my mind i was like oh my goodness like wow yeah, t- t- but ultimately it was done uh, t- t- but Which here's is, the thing though yeah um is it's it's like what I said, uh, like we we talked about it a little bit in our group chat, where I mentioned the uh, author of All Be Gone in the Dark. Uh, fuck, Patton Oswalt's wife. I, I wish I could yes, remember yes. her name right now, but it was the same kind of situation where she gave herself to her project and efforts to make something so, like for it to come out exactly how she wanted it, mm-hmm. to yeah. the point where, in the end, it killed her you know right. and and that's tragic and it's the same with this guy where he he worked so hard on it like he went into addiction and like and it ultimately <clears throat> it led to his death and mm-hmm. in both cases although yeah they they technically didn't actually complete it in both cases somebody else had to complete it for them right and yeah who knows if that was in line with their original vision yeah. right you so know, the video so. that we were talking about before was called uh, it, it's a video done by In Praise of the Shadows. It's a YouTube channel, and he talks about um, a, a movie that was made called The Evil Within. Not, it was not, 2017. Not to be confused with the game of the same name. They just happened to release it yeah. during the same time. Just yeah. To, uh, I guess like the production piggyback. company like wanted to yeah. piggyback off of it, but that wasn't really the name of it originally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a fascinating like concept too, and. You know, mm-hmm. compared to like some other filmmakers for the that are like trying to make a film, but ultimately, you know, did it really well, didn't really know how to even make a film. This was like a feel. I feel like probably a lot better than some other ones. No, um, I did want to say, uh, watching the film itself uh, was an, is an interesting experience because I'm like halfway through. I kind of have to uh, get back on track and finish it off, but. Um, mm-hmm. Like, the acting is a bit uh, wooden, admittedly, but for uh, a horror movie, that's mm-hmm. actually very much forgivable. Uh, I've enjoyed a, I, right. I, I've enjoyed quite a few movies, especially with Tobes, where the acting was, like, subpar. Hey. But, like, the concept of the movie and the, 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 the story itself carried it, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. it is p- possible. Um, the, the movie had some great, great dream sequences. Uh, I will give it that. Um, and I think trying to make sense of what's in your head sometimes is extremely difficult. Um, and to try to put into words, mm-hmm. uh, image and sound in any kind of shape or form, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge, right? I mean, you, you want to get and it right. The story, you know? the story of making this though was interesting because, you know, this man had a vision of what he wanted the film to be. At the same time, the world is changing in terms of like things that you could achieve with very like abstract concepts. And yeah. it was almost like he's trying to use all these things, but saying his funds are running out. So he sells his car, he sells all this stuff, you know, to the point. And it was just like he, he's just and now he's like, he's like recluse in his mansion and he's like trying to make this thing and he's pulling people into the mansion to like film, you know, this shot, this shot and all that stuff. And it's like. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like and the dedication to like wanted to see it through, I was admiring. But also, yeah, like is he just trying to like perfect what he 
you know what I mean? Like basically like reshooting things and redoing things. Like I don't know if you're ever really going to get there. Well, I, I, I got to suggest if you're also looking for another great study in this in terms of film, uh, a, a two a two part kind of movie and documentary set would be Apocalypse Now and Hearts of Darkness. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, of course. Because um, yeah. Apocalypse Now, man, it's it's a great movie, and there's so much being said in that movie. It's it's yeah. it's a Vietnam it's a Vietnam movie on the surface, but if you look closer, it's also very much like the the, the Odyssey, right? Homer's Odyssey in many kind of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the symbolism, the understanding of evil. Uh, the evil of mankind. There's big themes being there. I, I actually really like Apocalypse now. You know, um, <clears throat> you know, you do know that they were writing that as they go, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And that's the crazy part, which was like right? fucking bonkers. Right. And they were like, "Yeah, we're never doing this again. This is stupid." <laughs> <laughs> fucking Francis yeah, Ford Coppola. And Jesus. Like, and but but then you watch Hearts to Hearts of Darkness, right? And you, it's like interesting, right? Because I remember watching uh, Apocalypse now. Uh, initially and loving the movie and loving it for everything it was and then seeing hearts of darkness years later and being like oh my god oh (laughs) like oh (laughs) wow (laughs) okay (laughs) and you know like even one of the best parts uh one of the best scenes in the movie is colonel colonel kurtz uh kurtz uh monologue you know when when they arrive at his camp and you know he's this man this demigod now in this this village and he has this understanding that he they're there to assassinate him right and it's this wicked cool little shot monologue but then you realize that you know coppola had to read the lines out to uh marlon brando you know like that he arrived overweight Mm -hmm. on set (laughs) that he arrived you know (laughs) without a fucking without reading the script without a fucking clue of what he was doing there (laughs) Yeah, it yep. was the uh, it was the notorious one million dollar shot, <laughs> like that. Yeah, it cost a million dollars for that shot because it took fucking them a ridiculous. week to yeah. fucking get that done yeah. right. It was like really, yeah. uh, professionals. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. yeah, and you call those professionals? Yeah. You know, it's like wow, really? It, it, yeah. It's crazy, right? Uh, but it, it's very interesting, and I think. You see in Hearts of Darkness, Coppola's uh, pursuit for perfection, right? Um, in, in everything, in every shot, in everything that was being done. So much to the point that it nearly drove him to insanity, right? So, and, and especially mm-hmm. being out there in, in the jungles, you know, it, bloody hot, you know, su- super, super hot, really bad. Not a fun time. Not a fun time. Super hot fire. You know, um Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it, and you know, it's interesting because that movie, that project has a happy ending in the sense that look, it was done and it's a, you know, people, people really like that film. So, you know, it, it, it worked, but you then look at something like The Room and The Room probably <laughs> had the same amount of like uh, reshoots and rewriting and, you know, uh, nitpicking and you know attention to detail in in, in Tommy mm-hmm. Wiseau's I, head, I guess, and you know he he created this masterpiece in his mind. <laughs> and then he premiered it, 
in his and mind. Then, and he bought it, he bought a, a movie poster in Hollywood, you know, like a big uh, big sign there. Yeah, he got yeah, a billboard. billboard, right? Yeah. And, he paid for a know, billboard. There he goes, opening night, and laughter, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the hell happened? Paid people to be there and yeah, everything. like, what the hell happened? Well, also, <laughs> but, well, I could tell you, you know, you're talking about a guy who wanted to be one versus a guy who's been doing it for sure. years that led up yeah. to Apocalypse yeah. Now. So, like... <laughs> There's also like a difference there, <laughs> but huge. also like, yeah, like this guy had a huge amount of pull because he's been doing it for years and mm-hmm. was like the super known and, you know, huge director. So like, you know, to each their own. But at the same time, like <laughs> that achievement, like you, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's... um. <laughs> I can't really explain both of those things. I'm more fascinated with like the evil yeah. within just because of like the amount of pain and suffering this person went through to develop something. And ultimately, you know, it, it, it produced something that is so unique to its, you know, to, to itself that I feel like in some ways like it achieved what it, what it wished it did while the man was alive. It, it, it almost um, like self-prophecy in a way. Hmm. Here, here's a question for you yeah. guys though how much of that like how much of you think when it comes to those kinds of situations how much of that do you think is a pursuit of perfection that is driven by per, by obsession and how much of that is a pursuit of perfection that's driven by something else like there's 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 like an obsessive of pursuit of perfection mm-hmm. that is like um, you need to bathe yeah yeah uh, and then there's, you know, the pursuit of perfection that is healthy and, mm. you know, like, I think it, it, it's, it, where, it's where's the line? Because I think the pursuit, <laughs> the healthy pursuit of perfection would be kind of more uh, quantity over quality in the sense that if you keep doing work, you're eventually going to get there and like, you're not even going to know it. Right. And you know, with with quantity over quality in the sense that you're also taking care of yourself, you're also eating, you're also focused, and you're just, mm-hmm. you're, you're driven but, to work, right? Um, wouldn't that just be building experience rather than a pursuit of perfection? I mean... Or would you categorize yeah. those as the same thing? Because I think it, if, you yeah. don't, if you don't... I think the issue is, like, if you're really actually aiming for perfection, there is a problem there. But if you're aiming for your best work and then somebody else you know sometime down the years will look at your work and be like my god this is this is perfection you know there there is that um yeah that's uh that's interesting you know i i would say that mm-hmm. it is better to to kind of be more healthy like more healthy about it and you know aim for perfection like aim for like 70 percent perfection have you heard of that no i haven't actually okay um <laughs> so this this idea i, I saw this on a, on a video i can i can send you guys the link uh the 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 video creator explains the idea of the 70 percent perfect that when he's making something like a video if he wants it if he looks at the video after editing and says is this 100 percent perfect he'll always say no but after mm-hmm. editing, if he looks at the bit, same video and says, is this 70% perfect? 
yeah yeah it is yeah you know and mm-hmm. that kind of gives him the confidence to uh put it out there and to then continue working on the next one and it is that idea to have like um to have a certain amount of quality and standard within your work but not one that you know prevents you from moving forward you know yeah yeah would you not say like oftentimes the pursuit of perfection is what holds us back because if we are pursuing perfection, will we ever achieve it? Yeah. Really? Will it ever be perfect it's enough? A, yeah. And it's like, you're going to let yourself down no matter yeah. what. Like there are so many times where, um, and like, it's, it's especially hard when you're doing commissions. I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys can relate where like you finish a commission Ooh. and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't like this, but it like, I need to show it. You, I, like I need to yeah. give the, this person their, their commission. I got to, I got to hand it in. And you you give it to them and you're like man the the hand is off and fuck they're gonna notice it and they get it and they're like oh my god I love this this is perfect this is better than yeah. I imagined and you're like what the fuck is wrong with you but there's that idea that um, like I like that whole like is this seventy percent perfect because I don't think any creative will ever look at what they've created and go this this is one hundred percent perfect mm-hmm. this is amazing. I have peaked, you know. <laughs> Actually, there is very few of us will say that. Somebody who would say that, and his name is Steven Seagal. After he wrote his own book, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. You're stretching the term words. artist yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vince. <laughs> no, no, he he would recognize that as well. That Steven Seagal is always full of yeah. himself. But yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't want to be that kind of person. You don't want to be that person who looks no. at your their own work and is like, "Mwah, magnifique!" <laughs> you know, like uh, uh, I'm gonna go jack off yeah, to myself like, now. Uh, the uh, the 16th Chapel was. He, he probably looked at it. and was like, "Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like this. I don't think this exactly, is my best." Right? <laughs> and I think that's. Uh, I think with the 70 percent rule, it's kind of healthy as well to uh, to keep. To keep mm-hmm. keep creating, right? Keep keep making, keep aiming to be a little bit better every time, right? I mean, I personally don't believe in perfection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I'm always trying to like find like like the wave, like get into the groove of like you know being happy and drawing or like creating an art artwork. That it's like, like oh, this is like the thing that I wanted to be able to do. Oh, sick! I'm doing that, and then I'm gonna try to get. The, oh, I did it! Like I'm just trying to like nail all the parts, and I try to be in the moment of the creation, versus like trying to like expect what it's gonna be later, and then how it's gonna be perceived, how I will perceive it, like, and then and then afterwards when I look at it, going, is it perfect? And I, and because like. I think of like the patterns on on the everyday life, and when I look at the pattern that I have like got to, I a don't really. I ultimately will. I will ultimately always have something. I have a gripe with the piece that I've tried to make, and b like I never really like try to do that in the process where I'm gonna try to make everything perfect. I just try to like. I, I'm always trying to find the vibe. Like I'm, I just need to feel good while doing it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't feel good, then I'm not enjoying myself and I'm not having a good time and I'm probably going to be miserable later on. So like, I just try to like, 
enjoy every bit of of the of the experience versus like <clears throat> like aiming for for like this you know this thing so when i'm trying to like for example me trying to do comic books mm-hmm. was always like there was like this idea of what i wanted to to do for comics and i ultimately like always like failed at that because there was too many things that i didn't hit and I was like, instead of like trying to hit those things, I'm I should just like try to understand, like what what are what are those parts that I like, and why does it make me feel good, and then I try to like have that feeling while like executing those little moments, like do better writing or fix the dialogue, and then or like you know uh, better colors on the pages, and then and then like uh, the panel flow on the thing, and 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 good um gestures on the poses and try to have better poses i try to get all those little things and i try to get them right by f- it it feeling right when i did it mm-hmm. and then i look at it as a whole and then when i do that it's like every time i nail it i'm like oh cool oh cool oh cool it's like <laughs> one good eureka after another and it's very euphoric and i'm like oh that was so awesome like i'm i'm nailing this like it's great like it's it's flowing really well and it feels good that like I'm like, you know what? That's enough for me. I don't have to make something quote unquote perfect. It's that's already a pretty great high right there. Yeah. You know, I think it's the healthiest way to look yeah, at it for sure. And I and definitely. I think this definitely is a, something that a lot of younger artists will face for sure. You know, mm-hmm. um, especially when starting and stuff like that because um, maybe your only critics are your family and your friends and they see your art and they love it right um yeah and and while Mm -hmm. that's great for starting right to get get your uh get your motivation to get going um you then hit this this kind of this wall and i think that wall tends to be the these unrealistic uh standards that we kind of set for yourself you know because Mm -hmm. maybe you have like you know um the collections of like your favorite artist and you have their work on your wall and you know you had, you'd put them there to motivate yourself but in a weird way it's kind of like it's doing the opposite because you look at the uh the the image on the wall and you're like i'm i'm not i'm not there you know it's like i have to be that but it's like no nah, you're gonna get there but you have to do the work and um you know you just, you just look I think it's like a I think it's like a miss it th- I think it's like a a miss uh a a miss uh what do you call it like um it's putting out the wrong yeah. message cuz a lot of people you know when 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 people put out that thing where it's like you know you got to be competitive and you got to be thing I think that's a type of person you know where it's like yeah. they'll do whatever <laughs> like perfection applies to people that will do whatever it takes super driven and want to compete and be, be like, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to make the most perfect thing. And mm. it, and then, you know, people Ash will get that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the best. Oh, and, and I think that that applies to a certain amount of people. I don't think that's everybody because every human being is different. And there will be some that will that, you know, want to do great things, but not having to compete. And perfection isn't really the goal. It's like. It's like the overall span of like the life yeah. of itself. Like, you know, everyone is different, right? And so when we put this thing on commercials and movies and inspire people about, it's like, 
That's not really for everybody, though. And then everybody yeah. gets this mistaken idea of like how to achieve the top thing by being perfect. And it's like, <laughs> eh, is it though? Like, is yeah, that really for I mean, you? I, I would also so... say, like, consider that many of your favorite actors, their first movie was probably in a horror movie. So, yeah. <laughs> or it was just like shit. Jack Nicholson, yeah. too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he started off in like a Rob Corddry, like a Rob, yeah, yeah. Rob Corddry. So, What's so it's like anyway, you're yeah. not going to be doing the Oscar, uh, the Oscar m- movie on your first go. Why would you be drawing Definitely not. the Sixteen Chapel or you know X Men number one milestone, you know Jim Lee issue, um, uh, or Frank Miller's Dark Knight? You're not going to be doing that on your number one. You gotta you gotta do the job. And like even looking at it as a mm-hmm. wrestling point of view, um, and I, I mean correct me if I'm wrong because I do have some wrestling friends in the industry, but from what I understand is you have to do the job, which means you're the guy in the basic uh, kind of like outfit with no real personality. You're just a wrestler and you're in a squash mm-hmm. match because, you know, there's this up this, this one guy and you have to put him over. You have to make him look good. And that kind of means like doing the job. But guess what? You do the job for like a year or two. Um, you help out making the ring uh, setting up the ring and tearing down uh and then you know you get you get your opportunity you get your break you get uh put into a creative tag team or something like that um then you get to develop your character and you know you move you keep moving on right um and i think that kind of idea has to be applied uh, across the board in in art we we have to do the job right like we have to be jobbers in a way and and it that means putting out as much like at least for me, I feel like I'm going to try to put out as much work as possible, um, you know, and keep going, keep going until, until I can, I get my chance, get my opportunities, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you're not doing it, then you're just saying that you're right. doing it and that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, saying that you're yeah. going to do something doesn't count as actually yeah. doing and something. Like also that, that yeah. does mean uh, like hitting up, as many uh shows as possible you know and which again i'm i'm happily i'm happy to to do that again because like especially for us uh, this is very much to our story like you know we we did have our time uh in that in that group what was that what was that group called fuck i don't know so Something long about spending, ago. spending things, things. it was yeah, like a lifetime lifetime ago. ago yeah but you know that that used used, <laughs> used pens pen. It seems like so but long yeah, ago. But like that that gave me um that gave me like kind of a leap forward in a way. And you know, I took advantage of the situation for sure. And I was, I was very grateful for the opportunity and for learning and stuff like that for sure. But I do feel like um I do have to take my one man show on the road kind of deal, right? And that does mm-hmm. mean doing bingo halls and like uh I don't know, Sarnia and <laughs> other weird ass places right like <laughs> like very off the yeah. side kind of um cities and yeah. towns and doing oh, conventions sure. at a for hotel sure. for sure because yeah. like i, um, I want to do panels at like uh, at a big comic con one day <laughs> but like it's not gonna happen next year you know so i do want to i do want to put into work right i do want to i i think though um kind of jumping off of yeah. that there's also you know, um, I think about writing, mm. you know, mm. uh, is, is the best way for me to go about this point. Um, like, for some people, it's not always quantity. 
and it can just be quality. However, understanding that once again, you are your own worst critic. And there's that advice of after you're done writing a book, put it aside. Like don't Mm. look at it for a couple of months and then come back to it before you edit that we can have a fresh mind. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of the, the worry with that is that you'll end up just throwing the book away or burning it if you go back to it immediately. Right. Um, you'll never be happy with what you create or, you know, you have to kind of make room there. Because um, some people don't, you know, operate on, on some, not everybody's a Stephen yeah. King, yeah. basically, where it's yeah. just like, oh, this is your third book this year? Okay, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, some people do operate on you know, taking a couple of years, like, uh, actually Stephen King is a good example of that as well, where it took him like things like seven years or something to write oh, it. Wow. Um, wow. yeah, like it is like a, a long, long time to write it. Um, but, <laughs> but, he, but he kept, he kept the orgy uh, scene, <laughs> but he kept the orgy huh. scene. God knows huh. why. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> But yeah, and then you get you get stories of authors like who take years to write a single book, but that right. book is amazing, uh, you know. Yes. Uh, but I guarantee you that if you were to ask them, like, do you think it's perfect, they would Song say of no. Fire and ice, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, it takes them fucking yeah. forever. But you know, um, that's that's you know a a, a quality thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's kind of keeping yourself in check is important and making sure that if you are going to be dedicating your next few years, let's say to a book, not getting lost in it and kind of keeping the end goal in yeah. sight, you know, and realizing that you need to, A, you're your, your own worst critic and like B, you need to be kind to yourself and to give yourself that room to create and to enjoy creating uh, and to, you know, not put so much pressure on yourself to make sure that what you do end up with is like a magnum opus, yeah. you yeah. know? Although um, having said that, the next thing I'm going to make is like the best thing ever. It's going to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Immediately lathers the pressure on yourself. Five years in the making. Oh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, but also, you know, thanks for... Uh, shitting on my point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, for example, yeah, you know. like the, the like the 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 story that I'm writing right now, you know, like one of my main problems isn't isn't I'm hesitating. It's because I'm I have like ADHD and I like started working on other projects all the time, and then I would like revert back to like this book and I like oh yeah okay where were we? <laughs> so like. <laughs> I mean, you know, like that's my problem, but I'm like majorly producing it right now. And honestly, a lot of these is like, so it's, it's so funny because like the art, it was like, I was trying to get into like the zone of like getting it back in. I'm feel it's feeling really good that it's like, cool. I got those down, but it's true. The more I rewrote my, my story, it was kind of just getting better. And I would take out chunks and I was like, oh, like that. The, and then I would investigate more on like one area. Like it was like the more time I spent on it, I felt that it was getting better. But it wasn't like I was just like redoing everything. I feel like the whole story is like now it's like the best draft it's ever been. And I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, cool. 
not that I'm like the best. I'm not saying I'm great or I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying like that story in itself is as good as it can get. And I'm happy with it at the time. And it's like, cool. It's making me happy. I want to go with this. And yeah. it's like as long as there's progress. But if you're always kind of scrapping it from the beginning and you're not really going any getting anywhere with it, like, I, I you know, like that's that's, you know, you didn't make anything. Right. True. Yeah. And that's kind of like that's that's also like something you have to consider is like finish something because the journey of the of the execution is a part of that perfection. If you're not doing that part, you're nothing. You're what you're doing is not perfect at all. You know, Now, sketch Mm -hmm. in terms of video games. um, I was curious to know because, well, (laughs) you you have a better insight on this, like who who's oh, yeah. uh, whose job is it to make sure that the the product is something that everybody can agree on because there's a lot of uh, people working on on any given game right agree like, on what because i'm thinking about like cyberpunk right because this this game okay. had lofty goals you know it had a mm-hmm. big big vision and uh, un- whose fault is it basically well, like it kind of it kind of tripped <laughs> up, right? And 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 it sucks because I kind of see what they were going for, you know, in a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. uh, I I respect that what what they were trying, you know. So to see the execution then kind of like, you know, fall flat as you fall through the the floor, you know. <laughs> well, that depends on who mm-hmm. you talk to, because there are other people who really enjoy the game. It's like it's like um, Star Citizen, mm-hmm. is it? Star yeah. Citizen, like. You know, some of these things, like the the buggy yeah. stuff, that's just the nature of how we make games now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. nobody bats an eye when freaking, you know, uh, uh, Ubisoft, you know, puts Assassin's out a Creed. Assassin's Creed in the first couple of months. It's absolute <laughs> yeah. garbage. And then they just patch it up until it's good. That's, what yeah. they, that's what's going to go on here, right? They're just going to keep... Like, the modders are the ones patching yeah. it up now. <laughs> which is like crazy so uh, that's why i'm like yeah you know no one's gonna return this game like it's just gonna get better later and that's kind of how we do games now like literally like bioware does the same thing like everyone it's such a big Mm -hmm. game like all of these games take thousands of people it's really really hard to do so like this like understanding of this this like idea that like it has to be like completely like ready to go like uh, you might as well throw that out the window because you're asking for these people to have like the craziest goals in their games and then you go why isn't it freaking perfect and you're like well you know you kind of shoot your own self in the foot like the way you blog about it and stuff like this it's is, just yeah. this is to like me it's like of gamers not understanding the work yeah of, really yeah mm-hmm it's it's hilarious how people think they know how games just are made. because they play them but <laughs> yeah just because they play them you know yeah i i i love it because i'll see I, I, i'll i'll talk to a game dev and and you know we talk about like like their conversations are different than like yeah. gamers right mm-hmm. and and it's funny because i actually uh one of my friends he gets called in to break the game oh through animation (laughs) and was like see that collision it's doing that because of this and they'll be like how did you do that and then he'd be like did you use this 
uh, we cannot confirm nor deny that that's what <laughs> happened. And it's like, well, I think this is what happened. And like, how did you know yeah. that? Oh, see, that's what I mean. It's, I know what happened. And it's like, it's just like when you put a third axis in a in a space, which is like which makes it three dimension. Anything is up for grabs. Like it's it's really insane. Like sometimes you think you've written everything good, and then the computer goes nope, and it just takes the character and throws it up in the air so wild and you're like how did it do that i don't know i don't i honestly don't know they have things for models like collisions right it's supposed to stop something from going through yet it still does yeah and that's mathematical stuff but it still goes through Mm -hmm. so how do you explain that it's like it's really weird like honestly like we we still have a a a a like the way our computers compute things, it is not, it's, uh, I guess, like fallible. Like it, it's not perfect, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you can't expect perfection if the mainframe of it is not, right? Like the very core of the system that you're using is not, you know, even a, even an Apple isn't perfect at all, yeah. you know? It's not a blue screen, it's a gray screen. Like it's just <laughs> everything has a consequence you know and it's not everything has a compromise and you just look at it as for what it is and you you can't expect perfect from it the only time i get pissed off at a game is if it keeps doing if it can't even do a basic thing and it just keeps crashing and i'll be like well you can't even run as an actual game but if i see like something crazy happen i just think it's hilarious you know like it is what it is like i mean i don't know but i mean uh yeah i was gonna say also like skate (laughs) three Skate three has a life of its own. Well, that's a whole know? different story altogether. <laughs> With its physics. I, I think Sonic Boom is what everybody keeps saying Cyberpunk is. But I don't right. I don't think it you is, know? right? Like, it's, like that's unfair. Yeah, but I like, think the execution I, I is like so different. I know people who have played different. it and loved it. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk. I know two people have completed the game and they've said they've same, enjoyed same. it. Same, I've, I've mm-hmm. got a buddy of mine as well. But also, yeah. like... He likes it. You know, like you're comparing two different, uh, two different scales, oh, and yeah. you're saying not you, but like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. saying it's the same, and it's no. like think about think about those two games and the level of production those two took to get to that level. Mm-hmm. The other person, the other game, doesn't have an excuse. No. You know, <laughs> they're just and, like we need it for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So like I don't know, man. Like it, it, it's very, um, it's very, it's very flimsy to me. Like the reception uh, each things get, and also like, you know, I mean maybe it does have its own fault of like promising things. Um, I personally don't think it's that uh, that crazy compared to like maybe fables. When I yeah. forgot the guy Peter, who like Peter uh, Mullen, who, like Peter would Molyneux. Peter yeah, Peter, yeah. Peter Molyneux. He would like he would like. Like say he, he all of these insane moon, ideas, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like yeah. ah, you know, if it stays, it goes there. It's like really crazy. Fable, the games, they're they're fine, but they never like they're fine games, but he they, they didn't deliver on those promises because like, but yeah. it, eventually they got pretty high on the delivery yeah. of like they got pretty yeah. like they got pretty high up there, you know aging family all that like all that's some pretty cool concepts and it's like that that right there if you think about it like the longevity of the span of those games they almost kind of achieve perfection 
you know what i mean like they achieve what they they set out to do yeah right yeah and and i think that's that's something to consider it's like it's not about like the final product sometimes it's like how many it's it's your span of your lifetime mm-hmm. you know like your career it, it, it's not like the one product it's 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 your whole career you know you have all that time to do it yeah you know so you're just keep doing it you'll have some dlcs there you go yeah there you go yeah now just have a couple of dlcs <laughs> Uh, Street Fighter One, Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter uh, Special yeah. Edition, Street, <laughs> Street Fighter Two, two Turbo, that, you know, uh, <laughs> HD remix, you know, yeah, for sure. Alpha X. You know. <laughs> um, okay, quick question because I think like, yeah, this is interesting too because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like I was trying to think of a musician who had a first album that was killer, and there's actually probably a lot, but then I. The Killers. Well, well yeah. yeah <laughs> Sorry. But also, I mean, when you think about it, like Wu-Tang Clang, uh, the 36th Chamber, 36th Chamber of the Wu-Tang, that was their mm-hmm. first album. But it... Te- Illmatic. Illmatic, right? It was their first... But it wasn't because they were doing demos like way before that. They, right. they were uh, They were doing That's battles. Right. They were doing... Like they were writing rhymes. There was tons of work before that, right? And... Yep. Even yep. shitty rhymes, probably, right? They could probably tell you that they had tons of shitty yep. rhymes. Uh, granted yeah. that, yes, this was their first album, so like we we think like as a consumer is just like, oh my god, this was a this is amazing, this is like a, a perfect like right at the get go. Again, mm-hmm. seeing the end product, but not the process. Exactly, behind it. exactly, yeah. totally. You know, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's interesting, right? Like that's interesting how how you could like. If you don't stop and think about it for a second, you know, you're, you don't understand that, you know, these guys were, were rapping long before they even did this. It wasn't like, you know, they were just like, you know what? I'm going to make a hip hop album. <laughs> and then they just recorded on the first go. And it was like, cool. <laughs> let's go. Right? Like, no. Suddenly, hey, I'm yo, amazing. Young blood, I want to make a rap album right now. Let's do it, homie. Yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, nah, it's, not, it's not how it works, you know, so... <laughs> no, not at all. That is is far from yeah. it. No. And I think that's I think that's ultimately what it is. Like guys just do as best as you can and learn from learn learn from lessons. Don't even yeah. call them failures or mistakes. Learn from lessons. Did you learn from the last execution and mm-hmm. execute again? Yeah. I mean, have fun with it, right? Enjoy the journey, not the destination. Exactly. Word. <laughs> and, and on that note, taboos. <laughs> like what? Oh, fucking no. Booze and tabs. Okay. Shoot, shoot for the, shoot for the the stars, shoot. Uh, <laughs> moon, landing. I choo, choo, choose. Suns. I love what I, lo- I love. I love what I'm saying. When he, uh, when he gets nervous, his voice starts cracking. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. uh-huh. I have to ask my manager. Uh-huh. Well, sir. You're a dull boy, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I want to thank you for listening. Yeah. If you want to hit us up on some, uh, you know, contacts, uh, check us out on Where Your Friends uh, Discord chat. Let's talk about perfection or something. Talk to yeah. us, please. Please. Um, check I'm out our so website, uh, whereyourfriends.ca. Um, dick pics. Give it. Hi. Where, uh, Toby, send your dick pics at weirdfriends.ca. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it's a challenge. It's a challenge to all of you. Oh, yeah. Find one. 
<laughs> Is it a oh yeah or a <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Guess we will find out. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And as you can tell, we are anything but perfect, but we're having a blast. So you should too, you know? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm perfect. So who cares? <laughs> no, but always always aim to do your best, right? But like, have fun. Aim okay. for it. Aim for it. Reach for the sky. <laughs> All right. Well. Why? With that, with that <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. I'm ready. With that being said, you say it. Me? Who? (laughs) This is is an audio thing. It's not visual. I don't know who you're talking to. Uh, Well, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, We've had a blast. This has been been a lot of fun. Uh, And and just remember, you're never alone because we're your friends. We're, we're your, friends. your friends. Shit. That's the best I we're going to so do. Ready. I was like Screw shaking it. in anticipation. Oh, Screw it. That was Buenas the best noches, one. Amigos. All right. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.